What's up, boobies? Hey, boobies. This is a bit rated R for those people that don't want to listen to this. Yeah. Viewers' discretion is advised. Yeah. And if you're... Okay, this is mainly for our church friends, okay? Please, you guys can click off, okay? Goodbye. Actually, I feel... Okay, not even church friends. It's like if you don't want to hear... Explicit content. Yeah, click off. Because for me, like... Yeah, I would call myself a church girl, but I don't shy away from talking about these topics for sure. No, yeah, me neither. Yeah. So it's just up to the listener's discretion. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Yeah. Ho face. Should you have it and what is it? Mm. Should you have it? It's not necessary. Not necessary. But anyone can have it. Anyone can have it. I think yeah. some people like learn a lot of stuff through the ho face. I think it's because that's when the most mistakes happen. <laughs> That's, That's like where true. the most self-discovery happens. Not saying that you need that to have self-discovery or have to have the most like quality self-discovery. Heck no. I'm just saying like yeah. what I said is like people tend to make more mistakes during that because they're just like careless. Yeah, or, like, careless, carefree. Carefree. So. Yeah. And so like they kind of in that aspect start to realize like what they want, what they don't want, what they shouldn't do again, what situations to not be in. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's like in that phase, people are just like having fun and I, I granted, I think it's like a good learning opportunity to just kind of figure out what kind of people you like to be around or like what kind of things you like or what kind of things you don't like, what kind yeah. of things you want to explore yeah. in life in general, not just like in terms of like people and hoeing around. Like, Actually, like you just learn a lot about yourself, right? Because yeah. I think like my impression at least is that people in the hoe phase, like they're just very explorative and like very open to life experiences it's just period curious yeah it's not even just about the people right it's like the people is like a byproduct of like their the curiosity yeah 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 so what is the hoe face it's honestly anything i would say sexual yeah i feel like even like just like romantic like you can just be talking to a lot of people or like dating around like a lot or like talking to being involved with a lot of people and stuff like that being involved with a lot of people and or just having a lot of like sexual relationships and that doesn't mean just like home runs everywhere all the time but like anything physical yeah i i think that's part of it right but i feel like yeah i don't know i feel like there are definitely people who have like their quote-unquote ho phase and they're just like going out talking romantically with a lot of different people or like just going on a lot of dates just for the sake of it and or also just like more open to put themselves out there because sometimes like people in this ho phase just go to a lot of parties and clubs yeah and like you know yeah i think it's just like the sexual stuff, it just kind of naturally happens. It's a byproduct. Yeah. I think it's like just letting loose and having fun, being carefree about it. Mm-hmm. It's just like we're, we're just trying to clarify that in this context because like we don't want that to get misconstrued, you know? Yeah. You can still do that, but it, it varies case by case. But in this aspect, we're talking a bit more about like the rated R things. Yeah. Also, we're not shaming anyone that has the hoe face. Go have your hoe face. I love that for you. No judgment here. Period. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I don't know what I would say to someone with the hoe face. It depends. I would just say be safe. And I, I like just don't want anyone to be in a dangerous situation. Yeah. I think BC Erica before Christ Erica would definitely be like, have fun. Yeah. Be safe and have fun kind of thing. Mm-hmm. AC Erica <laughs> after Christ. Yes. <laughs> it's a bit harder because there's like stronger boundaries with things. Yeah. I mean, like, I think... For me, I'm coming from a place of not wanting to impose anything on anybody. Like, if you, like, I don't know, for some reason, you were, like, not Christian. I don't know. You were, like, I'm going to go have my hoe face, Allison. I'm going to go have fun. Uh-huh. I don't think I would be, like, yeah, go sleep around or anything like yeah. that. I, I think I would be, like, 
what's making you do this? Like, why? Uh-huh. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like, because God says don't do it. Like, don't do it. Like, I'm not going to, like, try to force this ideology down your, like, path or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think I would, like, try to have a discussion with you. Yeah. I wouldn't force it either. It's more of, like, I, I would encourage otherwise kind of thing. Yeah. Which basically you would be doing without the forcing the ideology, which I also agree with. Yeah. I don't think anyone should force anything down anyone's throat. Yeah. I just like, I'm not judging anyone. Like say like any of my friends came to me, I wouldn't be like judging them for that. I think I would just be curious as to like, like what is spurring this. Yeah. You know? Going in those types of settings, they're not safe is what I'm trying to say. As a Especially as a girl, unfortunately, but it's true. Yeah. I think like that's where... Honestly, yeah, I think that's, like, my biggest concerns with people. Because, like, honestly, it's, like, of course, like, as a Christian girl, and, like, just, like, even aside from being Christian, I'm, like, me personally, I just, like, don't think it's, like, necessarily the smartest just because of, like, the consequences that could come of, like, having a whole phase, right? Like, right. what if you get pregnant or something? Right. But, oh, it's just, like, as a friend, I would just be, like, concerned for the safety or, like, of my friends being taken advantage of or something like that. I think so too, especially as a girl. Yeah. And when alcohol is involved, it gets like that much more. It's just dangerous out there, especially yeah, for girls. And exactly. so I think that's what, that's where like the bigger part of my concern is. It's just like the consequences of like being in that environment, like yeah. in a party setting or like whatever. Yeah. yeah. I have many stories of that. So if you guys want a part two about the stories. Maybe we'll indulge in that, but it's like things can get scary. And I've heard a lot. I've also seen a lot. And it's just kind of like that's why we talk about, like, of course, no one will really encourage doing that or putting yourself in those situations just because, unfortunately, as a girl, it's a, it's just a lot more yeah, dangerous yeah. for your just like, your own safety. Yeah, 100%. Which is sad. It is. I mean, to be fair, there it is dangerous for guys too especially like guys who are not straight like it's very very dangerous wait really yeah that's what i i remember in one of my like classes in college like we were talking about like how for a lot of gay guys it can be dangerous and for like trans women and men like it can be very dangerous oh, as I well about that why yeah well i mean i think people just like take it can take advantage very easily especially because like like non-straight men or like trans women like they're viewed more on like the outskirts of society like it's like quote unquote not acceptable as like societally to like uh-huh. be gay or trans right? right and so like that in itself opens you up to a lot of dangerous situations like not just like in a sexual way but like just in a physical violent way like it just opens you up to a lot of danger right because like people can tell and then they're like judging you or like they're gonna take out their either a like they're also like gay or trans or something and then they're like suppressing it and then like you know how like people are like oh the most homophobic people are like the ones who are like the most gay probably so that's crazy really they say that yeah oh or like they're like repressing their own like gay or trans or like things like that kind of thing i don't know i've heard a lot of don't cancel me if that's not true but it's it's a common perception is what you're saying yeah yeah Yeah, there's like a lot of people online who say that sometimes and so like because of things like that like that like repression can become violent and so when they see other people who are like actually oh you're oh i see okay yeah like i'm saying like physically like they get beat up or like they they could get taken advantage of as well like just in that setting you know just knowing that these people are more vulnerable like emotionally i would say too like it's easy for people 
to be taken advantage of just like knowing how vulnerable they are mm. as being like outcasted and stuff like that so the vulnerable population essentially yeah yeah but i mean like just in general like all of this is to say it can just be dangerous yeah in any way like for anybody having a hoe phase even people who are not having a hoe phase it's just dangerous out there. <laughs> <laughs> overall society sucks people sucks life sucks <laughs> yeah period <laughs> we're all gonna go to hell <laughs> <laughs> my goodness anywho so the different stages of the hoe phase <laughs> i don't know what are the different stages of the hoe phase it varies person to person some people can always just have the hoe phase after like breaking up yeah i know people that do that just like putting themselves out there every single time people yeah. yeah or or it's like that's their way of like distracting themselves like their coping mechanism avoidance, avoidance yeah honestly of just like different bodies so they don't have to think about like whatever and process their emotions exactly yeah. um so there's like different hoe faces or like what a hoe face for someone looks like stages i feel like the most common one is you get hurt you say heck em all and you th- that's kind of like how it's the origin story of the f boy you know what i mean uh, <laughs> and so it's like they get hurt and or like it's mainly by like the person that they really like and like just a series of unfortunate events and then they're finally just like screw it all i'ma just do me i'ma just have my fun and in that sense they become like more guarded and I guess, quote unquote, selfish because they're just doing whatever they want, essentially, because that's why a lot of like F boys, like they're definitely someone that would be in a hoe phase, right? Oh, for sure. I feel like those people, especially too, are like, if if their origin is that someone hurt them first, they're like, I'm going to be the one to hurt other yeah, people no, exactly. so that they don't hurt me. Exactly. Yeah, and so then they hoe out. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they're known to be like selfish and do things that they want to do. And then they could be like, you know, like there's so many stories where they're like, they hit up the girl up, they rizz the girl up and all these things, and the girl falls in love with them and then they ignore them. Yeah. Ghost them. It's a game. It's a game. Like Joey from Friends. Yeah. How, How you, you do it? it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love us. Dude, the amount of times today that Alice and I have literally had the same, same exact thought, thought is crazy. Dude. And it's like our intrusive thoughts too. Yeah, oh my god. Our intrusive <laughs> thoughts are the same. It's crazy because... See, I think I was explaining this to one of our friends, like, uh-huh. when, well, like, they they were, you're closer with them, and then it was the first time I met them, and we were explaining about the podcast, and uh-huh. I was like, we think in very different ways, but we get to the same place. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> we digress about how amazing we are. Um, hope base. <laughs> so, guys can be like that, and we're Asian, so this is why I'm thinking of this example, but, like, ABGs are also seen that way. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. APG is Asian baby girl for those who don't know. Yeah, that's right. Baby girl. <laughs> they're, like, they're like the Asian girl version of like the F boy. Like party, hardcore, like girl. The Kevin Newins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the different stages, it varies. But I think the common trope would be you get hurt. You, you have fun. You hurt other people because you're projecting your hurt <laughs> instead of going through it. And... I feel like a, a, a rational, <laughs> good person. 
basically realizes like that life is not fruitful <laughs> mm. it's it wears at them more there's really not much to be explored when you after you explored does that make sense yeah it's like you exhausted all your options kind of you outgrow it and also i feel like people that enter the hoe phase like the ex- explorative curiosity the kind of dewy-eyed kind of like ah that world is my oyster <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> many fish in the sea I feel like after a while, you start to realize like what you're doing and the reason why you're attracting these types of people is because they're just as much in the same place as you are and it's nothing new. Yeah. And then they get bored too. And it's like, sometimes like we talked about this earlier, like what you think you want is not necessarily going to bring you that satisfaction that you thought it would, Mm -hmm. you know? And so going through that, you just kind of like, kind of get your life together, whatever that you need to sort out actually. And then you like find someone basically, maybe- if that find friends or just like if you're not surrounded by a good group of people because whole phase can also happen if you're just surrounded by the wrong people yeah no that's true too like peer pressure or like unintentionally like like let's say your friend group starts drinking a lot yeah and like you're like okay i guess we're going to this party this weekend or i guess we're going to this club or we're doing it again next week and then like in that environment like because everyone's all your close friends are doing it the culture shifts culture shifts in your circle And by doing it, I mean just drinking a lot more, like, whatever, right? I mean, you you go to enough parties, you go to enough clubs, you get drunk enough, then you just start having fun, you start dancing, you meet people. Yeah, you're like, why wouldn't I just do the next thing? Yeah, exactly. Once you get desensitized to, like, a certain level that you're used to. Yeah. Yeah. And we're also not trying to put a stigma with those that do go to parties or clubs. Like, we we know people that go to clubs and stuff like that, but it's not like they're hoeing out. Like, you know? Yeah. But it's just, like, the generic example... It's, yeah, we're just using, literally just using this as an example to be like, yeah. this is how things could escalate or how people might enter the hoe phase. Yeah, commonly. Yeah. How do you, people get out of the hoe phase? I feel like kind of what I mentioned with the whole, like, they kind of, they kind of... Just grow it. There's so many different, I feel like, factors that can help them get out of it. I think one, it might be because they find someone. I was just thinking that. Yeah. yeah. And then they're just like, oh, I don't want to lose this. I don't want to do anything to risk this. This person's actually good. Mm-hmm. And I want this person in my life. And I want this for my life. I want this for my future yeah. kind of thing. And then realizing their lifestyle will not sustain that. Or it can just be they realize like they're not getting everything that they thought they would out of that kind of lifestyle. Yeah. Like they get bored of it or just like, yeah, they've tried it all. So they're like ready to move on. Yeah. Or... Like, something more traumatizing can happen during the hoe phase. Oh, yeah. There's that. God forbid. I hope not. If anyone of you guys has a hoe phase, I hope that doesn't happen to you. <laughs> I feel I feel like those are the common three tropes. Yeah. Can I, you think of anything else? I was thinking that, too. I think, like, the first one, yeah, like, they find someone or it's, like, friends with benefits turns into... Becomes more serious. Feelings, yeah. Just, like, a more serious relationship, basically. Yeah. yeah. I was, that's, like, the only thing I could think. Uh, oh, uh, of course, the fourth one, Jesus. <laughs> of course, of course. I feel like that can go into like the outgrowing thing, outgrowing priority shift. Oh yeah. Or even if like just like your friends, like if you fell into it because like your friends are always doing just like going out and having fun, and then like your friends stop, that could also be part of it. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like it falls into the tropes that you already described. Like yeah. it's like three very very broad categories, uh-huh. and there's like a lot of different like avenues within each of those right so do you think there should be a time limit or like how how far how long do you think it should go if if you had to put like a time stamp i feel like it just depends on the person and like their 
quote unquote spirit <laughs> like if you're just like a really free spirited person like i feel like just naturally like that phase might last longer and then but then if you're just like oh i just like went through a breakup and i'm just like trying to get like avoid my feelings type of thing then like maybe it'll be shorter i don't know i feel like people that hoe like actually have like a true hoe phase like goes anywhere from like a couple months to like maybe a couple years yeah but i, I have in my experience from the people that i've seen not that i've seen too many people close to me have a hoe phase it's it hasn't been uh no but i say that but then i just thought of one friend and i'm pretty sure they've been in a hoe phase for quite a while but they're just like having fun i think i know exactly I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I oh you know what else i realized people who enter the hoe phase can also be people who are really repressed or people that have been very sheltered oh yeah because it's like it's that tr- especially in the asian community they're like really strict parents so they couldn't do anything and couldn't couldn't do anything in high school so then the second they go away to college like with no supervision they just go all out like go to every party hook up with every person just like do every single thing like on their list that they weren't allowed to do before or any or there can be kids that grew up in a very strict religious household i've seen like some tiktok influencers she was like she came from like a very strict Mormon family and all mm. these things. And she definitely had a certain lifestyle. And then she's just like, I just don't want to live this anymore. And then like broke out of that and like is now doing whatever she wants to do. And now she is growing a weed company and like, oh my goodness, dating around. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you see that even in like, I mean, in our Korean Christian community, you see that all the time with pastors, kids, like they're the most wild ones, stereotypically, like stereotypically, we're not saying all. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like, I mean, like there's plenty of like pastors, kids that like, I'm sure we've met that go wild in college and yeah. I never would have expected it from them because like they have that reputation of like oh they're a pastor's kid they're supposed to be good yeah but it's like the burden and like the pressure of that responsibility or like that reputation yeah weighs on them and then they're just like screw it and then they like let loose yeah so it all like varies would you have a hoe face <laughs> <laughs> honestly I thought about it mm-hmm. but then I was like I think I'm too scared to have one why because it's dangerous. I, I don't know. I also, I was I think I was just like, after, you know, the trauma <laughs> I had been through with, with one of my exes, where pretty much everything that, anything that I had done before that person and I were dating was like pretty much thrown in my face. But after going through that experience, where it's like even anything, just the fact that I had a boyfriend in the past, like before this boyfriend, like anything that I did, if I like went on a date to a certain location with this with an ex-boyfriend of mine or something like that like this boyfriend of mine would throw all of that in my face and be like how could you go here how could you do this like you should have like not gone here so that it could have been like the first time when you and I went here and like when we like I don't know experienced like going here together or something like that I don't know literally every single thing even like writing a letter to each other or like things like that like anyway I'm getting off topic just having gone through that trauma (laughs) (laughs) she had like war flashbacks right now (laughs) (laughs) but yeah after just having been through all of that i think like even when i thought about it i was like no i just like in the off chance that i accidentally date someone who goes through that again and if i were to date someone like that again i'll break up with them so fast because i'm not going through all of that again i was just like i don't think it's like worth like adding to the list of stuff that someone could throw in my face right yeah yeah would you um that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, would you now at this point? Um, no. Mm-hmm. Makes sense with the answer that I said at the very beginning. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't. I just, I have no reason to. No, I have no yeah. care to. I think 
All right. So in my early, early, like freshman year of college, I was having like a really difficult time. And like, that was when I partied the most. Oh. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say like I was doing anything like... It wasn't like a ho-ho phase, but it was was just like... I had my phase of having fun. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean in the extremities that some people might be like taking what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not like a ho phase that we're, we necessarily described here. Because I know this, like, stuff you're talking about. Yeah. It's just like you went to college parties because it was new, like, when you first got into college and stuff like that. And, like, we're going through other things. You're just, like, going out to, like, forget, essentially. Yeah. Via parties. Sure. Your typical college Experience. movie fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, with the knowledge of going through that before... I think would more so not go through it ever again. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. I just thought that was an interesting perspective to give, but I didn't want to also out myself like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that makes sense. I think also, like, on top of where I came from, like, in my explanation and where your explanation is, just, like, you know, as Christian girly, uh-huh. <laughs> like, I feel like, or even, and this honestly can tie back into, like, stories i was describing of like my past relationship too i feel like the mindset i have now is like and i'm not saying that anyone that is like having a whole phase is like doing like what i'm about to describe but i feel like for me it's like i only want to experience that with the person i'm married to yeah yeah and so like i just like want that to be its own special thing later Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i wouldn't like want to have the whole phase now right yeah I think you can definitely learn a lot about yourself and take away a lot of lessons from that. And also, I do believe whatever struggle or problem or mistake you go through, it just opens your lenses a little bit more in life. Yeah. I think that's why it's like, because of the different experiences I've had, I'm less likely to impose judgment or like, you know, if someone were to tell me something, I don't care because I get it. No, yeah. But I think for me, I also wouldn't go through that again just because number one, I, I too would say it's not fulfilling. It doesn't solve any problems because it's still there. I mean, you're avoiding it, right? Yeah. And you're not addressing it. Honestly, like sure, alcohol and stuff is all fun and games, but like, if I'm being quite honest, I don't care for alcohol and I don't, I don't really need it to have fun, but I think I use it very much like as just like an avoidance thing. Yeah, as a crutch. As a, yeah, exactly. But like, yeah, you just start to realize like more and more like, oh, actually this, nothing about this is fulfilling. And then also it's true. It's a very dangerous like position to put yourself in. Yeah, just, yeah, especially as a girl. Especially as a girl. And you don't need to go through experiences like that to learn your lessons. You don't need to go through experiences like that to know what type you want to have, what kind of person you're looking for. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I will say it's like a great way to meet people just like in general. Like if you're going out to parties where there's like a lot of people there, naturally, you're just going to run into a lot of people. Like get to have a lot of great discussions with people. And like, I think you learn so much about the world in that way. It opens your horizons like so much as to like how people might think and how Mm -hmm. like how the world is or like how people's experiences shape them. You might not get that at parties. Or I mean, like through whatever. Yeah means right it's like the opportunities are greater in that in that explorative phase right yeah it's kind of my point but yeah it's also say it's like the lessons that you need to learn you will learn whether you go through a hoe phase or not like yeah. the important ones anyway they'll come up like you know what's meant for you is gonna come to you <laughs> type of thing yeah 
you'll attract what you give out. Mm-hmm. Also, like some people might go into the hoe phase because like we said earlier, curiosity. Yeah. You don't need to go through the hoe phase to also quench that curiosity. Yeah. You can quench that curiosity in many other ways without kind of like putting yourself in such a vulnerable position. Yeah. But then some people could be listening to this being like, oh, they're being sensitive little daisies and being like, it's not always such a bad, you know what I mean? Like we no, get it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree. I mean, there's plenty to learn in the whole phase and out of it. Like, and like I said, like the things that you need to learn, like those lessons are going to come to you, whether it's now in a whole phase or not, or 10, 20, however many years, weeks, months down the line. Right. Yeah. It's going to come. You're going to learn what you need to learn in the way that I guess you'll learn best. From. Yeah. So, I mean, even like plenty of people go through the whole phase too and don't learn anything. And plenty of people also don't go through the whole phase and also don't learn anything. <laughs> right. Like there's just different phases and seasons of your life where you'll learn and those things will come or not yeah yeah so should you have a whole face not necessarily (laughs) it's up to you (laughs) (laughs) and that is all okay thanks for listening boopy sorry this one is a little short but erica can't get towed on my apartment yeah no honestly it's all right all right give us five stars on spotify follow us on instagram at two girls pod and goodbye goodbye